0: Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Your choice now determines your future. Psalm 1. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Who do you hang out with? Who or what has the greatest influence on your life? What are your favorite things to do? What do you identify as? These are just some questions that we sometimes consider as well as at other times we don't. Many people, they take a somewhat serious event- inventory of their lives around the end of the year or when their birthday is coming around or if they meet old friends and hear of their meteoric rise to success. Whatever the occasion, whenever you do that, we each need to engage in self-evaluation as often as we can. Today, we're looking at a text that is directed at you, the individual. We don't know who wrote the text, but the content is very deliberate. The writer presents two pictures of a life, of a person. But in his presentation of this person who could well be you or me, the writer identifies the effect of people and things on your life, and leaves you to decide which course you want to take. Bear in mind that there are only two outcomes, the individual who prospers or the individual who perishes. So now, come with me, let us take a closer look. The first brand of influence has to do with people, the people you hang out with. He calls them wicked, sinners, mockers. Hmm. Strong language. In other words, this writer is saying, you show me your company and I will tell you who you are and where you're heading. He is saying that it is detrimental to your well-being to be hanging out with people who are not good for you. You know your parents must have told you this or your teachers. People whose lives are characterized by negative behaviors. People who do not represent godliness and righteousness. Hold up. Please don't knock me for using Bible language. Let us just stay on track. Then he speaks of the opposite. He said that you would be better off if you are Influenced by the Bible, God's playbook for the game of life. He says that the strategy here is to enjoy the Bible. Immerse yourself in what the Bible says and commit to live by what it teaches on a full-time basis. What is the result? Hmm. The person who makes the Bible his main influence the writer says the person who bases his life on what the Bible teaches, that that guy will prosper. That person will do well in life. That person will thrive. Do you get it? He says that the one who lives by what God teaches, people will not be able to miss the truth evidence of your life. They will see it all over you that you're doing well. On the other hand, the person who is influenced by negative people will live a life of struggle, will live a life of suffering and frustration, will lose out in the end. It's a grim picture. But in other words, Over time, he says that you are destined to go down, down, down if you allow wicked sinners and mockers and all those kinds of people to pour into your life. He says if you identify with that crowd or live by their standards, your end is not going to be good. The writer does not tell you what to do or which choice to make. He knows you're smart enough to understand what the text is saying. He leaves it up to you to make the right choice. Making that choice is not always easy. But the writer says, before you make the choice, look down the road and ask yourself the question, how do I want to finish? I am sure you want to finish strong and in a good position. So now, I have a strong feeling that you have some decision to make. You have a choice to make. Could I just give you a hint? Choose to live by the Bible. Choose to live by what God teaches. It might not be popular, my friend, but it is the absolutely best choice you could ever make. Choose wisely for your sake.